talk um, tonight about our testimony, and um, you might sort of think, you know, I kind of I kind of know my testimony, and uh, and you know, I, you know, I, I can recite it and I can give it, and um, and and I guess um, I'm not sure how much value you put on it, and I guess I ask myself that question: how much value I put on my testimony? And um, I just got to thinking about, for myself, and I guess this talk is for myself, if you get something out of it, that's great, but this is probably really for me. Um, I can remember when I first came to the Lord, I'll get you to turn to um, Psalm 27. I remember when I first came to the Lord, um, I just came from a place that was you know, not the greatest place in my life. And I went to a different place. I came to the Lord and it was a different place where, where God had really picked me up and he changed my life. And, um, and like we heard from our sister Heather tonight and our brother Les of great testimonies. Who enjoyed the testimonies tonight? Weren't they great? I could have just listened to that. We could have just put that up as a talk and just left it at that because they were just a great, representation of what God has done in people's lives. And I remember having that same experience in my life, that God had taken me from a place where where I was not feeling that great to a place where he just set me on a rock. And Psalm 27, and we could have picked lots and lots of verses, but I'll just read this one here, this passage of Scripture. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. And whom shall I be afraid? And when the wicked... Even my enemies and my foes came upon me to eat up my flesh. They stumbled and fell. And though a host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Heather mentioned the middle of a cyclone. Though war should rise against me, is this uh, in this will I be confident. One thing that I have desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life and behold the beauty of the Lord. Uh, behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. And I remember just, you know, changing um, a position in my life to not having a testimony to having a testimony and just dwelling on that and just thinking about that tonight. And I hope you walk out of here tonight understanding the excitement of your testimony. Um, And if we can talk about a lot of things about testimony, a lot of maybe younger people think, well, I haven't been healed from drugs or alcohol or any amazing addictions and I haven't really got a testimony. But let's be really clear and and sure of this one thing. Who's been baptised? Who's received the Holy Spirit speaking tongues? We have a testimony that is far unique to anything in this world. Anything in this world. Just that alone. Just uh, my wife was reminding me today that... um, she often uses the phrase, I've never drunk any alcohol, I've never smoked anything, um, I've never sworn, I've never done this. And people are astonished to say, you're kidding. You haven't just tried those things? Not once? That's a testimony of the saints. That's a testimony of you. And, and I just think we should grow in our excitement of our testimony because it is the most powerful thing on this earth, and I want to talk about a little, a couple of different things. Um, just turn to the book of Ruth, if you can, with me. And of course, I'm not going to talk too much about this story, just really quickly, 
Um, we know the story so well. Um, and of course, uh, Ruth was a Moabite, um, you know, and she decided to follow the people of God, particularly Naomi. There was a link there. And we know the story that she ends up, you know, being, um, so involved with, she ends up, you know, the grandfather, she has a son. So she meets Boaz and she has a son, ends up being the grandfather of David. And it's just such an amazing story, but, One of the most key things in this story was this testimony. The testimony that Ruth saw in Naomi. Now, you know, it it says a little bit, and and we won't particularly go into it tonight for lack of time, but we know these great verses, and and they're just, you know, we could have picked, again, lots of different stories. But let's just pick it up in in probably the most common verses that we know, chapter 1, verse 15 of Ruth, the book of Ruth. And she said, Behold, thy sister-in-law has gone back unto her people and unto her gods. Return thou after thy sister-in-law. And Ruth said, because she was obviously moved by the testimony that she saw, she said, Entreat me not to leave thee to return from following after thee. For where thou go, sorry, for whither thou goest, I will go. And whither thou lodge, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people and thy God shall be my God. And so this is just amazing testimony that she follows, and it, and it just moves her so much to completely give up everything in her life to follow the people of God. And God blesses that. And God, you know, not only restores the situation for Ruth, but then builds on that situation and that is our testimony, and, and I can get all of you here tonight to put up your hand about how God has built layer upon layer of your life on your testimony. And it starts from the, the wonderful words that we all ran across at some time in our lives, that we, people were told to go and preach the gospel, and we were the recipients of that gospel message. And now we're instructed to do the same thing, to preach the gospel. But we've had the opportunity in this room tonight to build our lives on our testimony and to get healing after healing and blessing after blessing. And, yeah, we do get trials. We get tribulation. Yes, all part of it. Some good, some bad. Rains on the just, rains on the unjust. But God promises us through testimony, and we're evidence of that through our testimony, that he builds our life. And it just keeps getting better and better and better. And we are the voice of that testimony. We're the voice. Who else is going to, who else is going to sell it? Who else is going to sing it from the rooftops? It's us. It's us in our workplace. It's us in our shopping life. Wherever we go, whatever we do to be this voice for God, to be this amazing testimony. Why? Because we've been given it and we just need to share it. You know, God never asks us to do anything that he hasn't already given us. All right? Never asks us to do anything that he hasn't already given us. You know, he asks you to tell the story of your conversion, your life, and your personal conversion. And we use testimonies from our brothers and sisters, and praise the Lord, we've got them, and they encourage us when we're not feeling as, as high as we should be. We use our brothers and sisters to encourage, and we repeat their testimonies. Pastor Paul is... Is, uh, is wonderful at remembering lots of different testimonies and he uses the testimony that he needs at the time to share to people 
Why? To build them up. Such an important thing. Um, when I first came to the Lord, um, turn to First Peter chapter 3. You know, I guess I, I'm not really, I don't know, I don't know. I'm not really trying to give an inspiring talk. I'm just probably reminiscing about what has, you know, Brendan said, what's moved you in your life this morning? And this is, this moved me, you know, when I first came. You know, I love my baptism. You know, I can tell you the story of my baptism and it was really amazing for me. It changed my life. I can tell you the story of me receiving the Holy Spirit in the Vogue Theatre with Pastor David Sharma wondering who was speaking in tongues and it was me. And it changed my, that very next day changed my life. I can remember healings that have changed my life. And I'm excited about them because they're now my testimony and, and they really do excite me when I get a chance to talk about it to people. You know, I love the gospel of Jesus Christ. I love the story that I got involved with, that, that Jesus changed my life, gave me a testimony, and, you know, it is just more powerful than anything that I've been ever given in my life. And all the people said, thank you for agreeing with me on that because it is powerful for me. I love my new life. I love my testimony. And... And I love the fact that God's given me everything I need in that testimony to talk to the people that I come across. It's just so, so good. You've turned to um, 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15. It's one of my most favourite scriptures. It says, But sanctify or set apart the Lord God in your hearts and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asks you. And I just want to stop it right there, that asks you. Um, you know, I could have never believed that people would ask me about my testimony. Just recently, I um, have um, uh, joined a, a club, and it's not specific, it doesn't matter particularly what it is, but I've got to speak to people that I don't usually speak to. So, um, And on three occasions just recently, in fact, four, um, I got a phone call from someone the other day, just a stranger, someone, I guess, in the world, you might say, as, as they are, and they said to me, I've got to ask you a personal question. I said, oh, okay, yeah. What's, what's the question? And he goes, are you a Christian? And I went, yep. Yeah. And he goes, I knew it, because you don't swear. And I'm just thinking, is that all it takes to be, you know? I just think, but I think, wow, you know, what a powerful testimony. I met another man and his wife um, had a disease and uh, graves and, um, and I had the opportunity to say, can I pray for this lady? And I did. I was able to pray for this lady. Why? Because of my testimony. I met another lady and, and she asked me a question about how important things were and I said, not as important as my first love. And she said, what do you mean? What's your first love? I told her about the Lord. I told her how, you know, God had changed my life. And it's just, I didn't tell her anything special. I just told her when I got baptised, when I received the Holy Spirit, and she looked at me and I could see that her, she then goes on to tell me, her grandson had recently spent some time um, for lack of mental health. And I didn't know that. And I wouldn't have known it if God hadn't given me my testimony that I couldn't share to her. And so I find myself, I was in an auto parts store the other day, and uh, I don't even know how we got talking about it, but here I am, there's a counter, 
auto parts, there's five salesmen and about 10 other people standing behind me and suddenly we're talking about the battle in Jerusalem and I'm over the counter telling this guy, it's an argument between two brothers and he's like, tell me more. He said, I'm an atheist, I don't believe God, but why is all this happening? I said, well, it's an argument between two brothers and they're fighting over a lot of land and he goes, well, that makes perfect sense. Why don't they just pull themselves into gear and stop doing that, you know? And I go, yeah. But I said, God, God's coming back. You know, suddenly I'm talking about stuff over a set of spark plugs that I really didn't, uh, you know, that I didn't expect to be, but it was my testimony. And it's our testimony, and we are the voice of God in your testimony. And you might think, I've got a big testimony, a small testimony, a colourful one, a not colourful one. Let me tell you, God has given you exactly the right testimony. And all the people said, he's given you every little part of that testimony that you need to the people he's going to lead you to, that you might speak to, and they're going to be excited about your story. Because there, that's where God's led you. They need to hear your story. And that's, that's what this is all about. You know, I love camp. Um, it's awesome, isn't it? Who loves camp? Yeah, camp's good. And the question I find myself asking at every camp is, what am I going to do next week with what I learn here? You know, because that's what this is for. That's what this camp's for. I mean, it's great. It's for, like, fruit mince pies and coffee and, you know, good food, barbecues. But what can I learn here that I can share with the world when I go back in a week's time? That's that's kind of the exciting thing for me. And God's given me my testimony he continues to encourage me. Um, lots to talk about. I might just, I'll start to wrap it up. I'm going to get you turned to um, 2 Peter um, chapter 2. No, um, 1 Peter chapter 2. Sorry. I was talking to someone the other day about the National Disability um, Incentive Scheme. In, in fact, Disability Scheme, it's a scheme that the government have put back in a place, um, some of you work with it every day and, and, and know it well. It's a scheme that the government have put together to, um, to tackle, um, health. And, and, and they've thrown a lot of money at it. And this person was telling me how bad the system was. And you know, when they say that, you just think, oh, that's, that's men for you. How bad the system is and how much money they throw at it. And then on the news the other day, I was just walking past and happened to hear that the, the NDIS, National Disability Incentive Scheme, is um, something like the second biggest um, uh, money grab in in the com- in the Commonwealth system. The amount of money that they're, they're throwing into it is horrendous. And I just I just thought to myself, um, I believe that. And um, and I was saying to this person, I said, you know, and again, it's just a conversation about our testimony. But I said, the government has only got money, but it hasn't got what we've got. And they said, what do you mean? And I said, well, you know, the government recognises a problem, and, and this is a real issue. They recognise a problem, um, and one of the things that I've found, I've had a little bit to do with that scheme myself, one of the things I've found is they're quick to recognise the problem and they're quick to identify the problem. <clears throat> Pardon me. In other words, they're quick to identify sickness, disease, illnesses, barriers. They're quick to put in things like programs, Challenges, um, schemes to ident- you know, to change or to move the situation, but never do they talk about what we talk about. They don't go the next step. The government is just flawed by man's intelligence to this about this level. 
we have the next answer, which is the healing of the people from those problems. Government doesn't talk about that because they can't afford it and they don't have the answers. They just maintain a program that is in failure, this person was telling me. And But we have something different, folks. We have a testimony of healing. We have a testimony of provision. Yeah, we talk about, you know, you can talk about John um, chapter 9 with the blind man uh, talks. I had it in my notes, but I'll skip it. You know the story where the blind man goes, I don't know who healed me. All I know is this one thing that I couldn't see, but now I can. And all the people said, amen, the healing power of our Lord. And that's what we have, the healing power. Mankind doesn't have the healing power. Yeah, they know how to recognize a problem. They know how to throw a lot of money at it, but they don't have what we have. Praise the Lord. First Peter chapter 2. In verse 9, it talks about us and it says that you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, peculiar people that you should show forth the praise of him that has called you out of darkness into marvellous light. Could have picked a lot of scriptures to expound on this point. But God has called us out of darkness into light. God has given us a testimony, not just a testimony that we have to hold to ourselves. You know, I see people get up here and they share their testimony boldly. That's all God wants us to do in the world that we go back to is to share our testimony. It doesn't matter whether you think it's big or small, not important. God just wants to put people in front of you and you can tell your story. And we will stir a revival so great if we continue to be bold to just share our testimony. Our testimony is just such a powerful tool, one-off the most powerful tools we have in our artillery to to share to this world is our story, is our testimony, is our joy, our peace. We heard it tonight. Heather said, this peace, all these things that God gives us, all the things that has changed our lives, all the things that are promised to us in the Bible, they're ours and they're our testimony. They become all the things that we need to continue to share and we will fill this place. This camp won't just be for a, for a, for a holiday sit down. It'll be the revival that it, that it was always planned to be. The revival. Because people need to hear our testimonies. And all the people said. Amen. All right. We'll leave it there. 